This is Living the Breed with Fox News Chief Legal Correspondent Shannon Breed. This is the week of Live in the Bream that everyone's been waiting for. They've been clamoring, asking, begging. Bill Hemmer has decided to show up so that we can have a conversation. They haven't clamored that much. There was some There was some minor clamoring. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It happened. The small M. So I'm very happy that you made it. Thanks um, for having me, Shannon. What's going on? How, listen. How you, are you liking your New York thing? It's so much fun. I uh-huh. always tell people that you are such a low-maintenance person to work really? with. Like, you come prepared. You You're that? smarter than everybody. You're nice to yeah. everybody. It's great. Yeah. <clears throat> You've got me fooled. Listen, I'll say that. It's if, only been a few weeks. But. If you say it, I'll believe it. Okay. Um... All right. Well, then I have lots of things that I want to say today. Oh, my God. Um, Let me ask you, because you very much have a passion for your job, for this work. Where does that come from? Wow. Um, Great question. Um, I think the short answer is this. I found myself at a younger age in a job where I could not learn a lot. And so I wanted to find a job where I could use my brain every day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn something new every day because mm-hmm. um, I figured we're going to be working 30, 40 years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and if that were the case, then you'd have to find something to keep your mind stimulated all the time. And I uh, used to be a sports reporter. Loved it. Uh, nothing against sports reporting, but mm-hmm. um, the learning curve kind of gets a little shallow when mm-hmm. you only mm-hmm. score a touchdown so many ways. Exactly. I thought it was male model. Was uh, that part of it? Was that on the side? No, that was – uh, hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Probably won't happen, actually. I've got photos that but, say otherwise, but I digress. No, you do not. Um, <laughs> but I found news, and once I found news, I was like, wow, this is really cool, because I started in Ohio, and I was covering all this stuff, you know, you know, the courts, city council, uh, mm-hmm. school levies, on mm-hmm. and on and on. You really did not know what story you were going to find that morning. And by the evening, your knowledge for that topic had been so enhanced that I was like, Wow. Um, I learned something here. And when I went out and tell my buddies about it, they would actually ask me questions. And I thought, well, if I can get them interested, then maybe there's something here. And really, that's, that's, where, that's where it began. So, Don't you feel, though, like at dinner parties or with friends or whatever, that you're constantly being grilled? Because I always will go in the mindset like, oh, tonight I'm going to take off a night. We're not going to talk about politics or Washington or any of this stuff. But the minute it's cracked open, they expect you to be an expert on everything, right. and they have a ton of questions. Uh, you're right about that. I'm okay with that, though, because I, I don't know. I, I kind of like talking about it. Um, yeah. And I like to know what they think, because, right. I mean, you, know, you and I are in this cocoon every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to hear from the, their perspective and what they read and what they watch, um, I find that very interesting. Yeah, I do, too. I like to talk to the fam back home. Mm-hmm. Talk to people outside the bubble. Talk to my people in Tallahassee. I think you said today that my state is all flip-flops and T-shirts, well, <laughs> which I took as a compliment. Yes, you did. I don't know if you meant it as a negative or positive, no, I, but I took it, that as a positive. It was a compliment. Um, and the sunshine and... The warmth. The warmth. The alligators. The water. I, I think it, <laughs> There's it, a lot to be said for a, Florida. It's a good combination. And we provide a lot of entertaining news for the rest of the world. Yes, you do. To enjoy. Some strange stories. Uh, yes. Now, tell us a little yeah. bit about your roots. I think, like any of us, it shapes so much of who you are to be be from the Midwest, good people, outside of this corridor that we live in now, how much does it impact who you are? I think probably the influence of family is probably the most significant for me. And that's coming from a guy who's not married and doesn't have kids. Yet. Uh, Yet. (laughs) (laughs) Good clarification. Clarification noted, ma'am. Big family, seven of us, Cincinnati, Ohio, big, strong Catholic values and 
Um, I, I, I think it's very difficult to escape the level of influence that has in shaping who you are as a person. And I think also when you when you come from, let's say, the Midwest, flyover country for some on the coast, that um, I think it shapes your mind and your values in a way that perhaps it may not be shaped living or growing up in a big city with a fractured home. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we were all, my parents, boy, I, six o'clock at night, Shannon, mm-hmm. your butt was at the kitchen table. Oh, yeah, and seven kids. You uh, don't wanna, five kids. Five, well, five yeah, kids, seven totals. Like, but you don't want to miss anything because my husband's the youngest of six and he's like, if you were not there, you weren't eating. Right. And <laughs> I, I, it was important for us, obviously, but it was most important, I think, for mom and dad. And that was, that was the unit that they wanted to be most responsible for, obviously, mm-hmm. and wanted to make sure we, we were there and... <laughs> And they were keeping tabs on us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, try having your mom be a teacher at your school. Mm. Then you'll really have tabs that, kept on you at all she times. She was. Oh, yes. And give my friends detention. And oh. Everything was very not cool. Uh, your family was much more uh, non-dysfunctional, I can tell. Uh, okay, so did you play sports growing up? What was your interest in sports? What's your favorite? Um, I mean, I played them all. Um, probably football. Um, I, Position? Uh, well, I mean, I played them all, but eventually in the high school, I was a strong safety Um Big Catholic school, um, good competition. We played in a great league, you know, Cincinnati Elder, Cincinnati Moeller, St. Xavier High School. Those are really still the, you know, some of your major feeding schools for Ohio State and Notre Dame and some of the bigger schools in the, in the Northeast. Uh, so it was, uh, even then, I mean, it was, it was some really good competition. So I'd say football, but basketball and baseball, pretty much your, your standards. I mean, this was before lacrosse came along for mm-hmm. us in Ohio. So that was, that was it. What about soccer? Did you say soccer? Because uh, I feel I like did not. I feel like that kind of came. I mean, it was going on when we were in high school, but it's so hot now. It is very hot. I agree with you. Um, I think to some degree, you know, football's gotten a bad name because of all the concussion reports. Right. And I'm not suggesting it doesn't happen, but I think concussions happen in every sport. Mm-hmm. I think concussions happen in ice skating. Oh yeah. Uh, so this you know, the concussions happen in in soccer, but soccer was big. It's just something I did not participate in back then. Uh, did you ever dream as a kid or beyond of being a professional athlete? What sport would you have chosen? <laughs> I, I think not we, ice skating. I'm taking that one off because clearly you have some kind of vendetta against ice skating. Uh, no vendetta against it. No, I you know we played a lot of hockey. Um, probably I, I I would daydream the most about being a football player, mm-hmm. but um, team. Um, not necessarily a team, but just to play a sport at a particular time. But I got to tell you, I mean, when you stop growing when you're 17 years old <laughs> and you realize you're not going to be six foot two, mm-hmm. um, your dreams change. You look for other, other <laughs> <quickly>. options. <laughs> you do. Like, wow, I'm going to have to work. For a living. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you do. And then I get to work with you. Uh, you. Who do you think now is the most overrated professional athlete you can pick the sport wow overrated overrated like so oh, much man. hype so many endorsement deals maybe not backing it up um oh wow pop quiz i don't i don't know look only because i live in new york and the knicks have not done really well lately mm-hmm. i would say carmelo anthony only because he came here to be a true leader of that oh, squad yeah. and it hasn't happened i'm not saying it's his fault maybe some of it has to do with management and the makeup of the team but i'm out i don't know you put me on the spot um so <laughs> Which if I'd i like to do if i have to give you an answer that's probably what i would 
Okay, yes. but the converse of that, who do you think is somebody who's really good out there who maybe doesn't get the fireworks in the headlines Ooh. that is a great athlete uh, in any sport that uh, maybe they're consistent but they're not a superstar? I, I would say probably an offensive lineman in the NFL. Ooh, I mean, that, that's that. that's really where I, I believe that that's where the, the success difference. or the failure mm-hmm. of your team begins and mm-hmm. ends. And I always thought if I was the owner of an NFL team, if I were an owner of an NFL team. Hasn't happened yet, but it's not happened, saying it's not going to. I would always draft linemen because that's that's how I would build my team. I'd take the best athletes I could find, the biggest guys mm-hmm. I could find, the fastest, um, and, and start from that nucleus and then I would I'd, I'd pick up you know your running backs off of free agency because once you have a great line mm-hmm. you can in the NFL run anyone behind them that's mm-hmm. what I think uh, that's who I scream at the most often the offensive line for a game I do <laughs> scream like, at them on! we got no coverage uh, you know what I love watching the <laughs> NFL him. the NFL combines and the stuff do you watch this and you see the guys and you're watching the times on the 40 and I will look at my husband and say like okay right now uh-huh. if you had to run the 40 like, <laughs> how fast do you <laughs> think we could they? run it over under seven. <laughs> exactly. So for you, Bill Hemmer, what do we think on your 40? Or do you watch it and you think like, oh, if I could have just trained a little harder, I, I, I we, could beat that guy. We all thought growing <laughs> up that we could run a 4-6. Uh, the reality was something very different, and that did not happen. I know, but I do like to watch. I do like to watch, and you see I these see guys, it. there's so much pressure, and there's so much specific training that goes on for them now yeah. when they're getting prepped for the draft. You see these different agents and nutrition coaches and sprint coaches and people that they work with. I find it fascinating. Uh, this is, I didn't know you were into that. This is very interesting. By the way, for your viewers or your listeners, I, I did not know this about you. But I, I will tell football. you, if you are into it this much, you should. I don't think it's here this year. If the NFL draft comes back to Radio City Music Hall in Midtown Manhattan, you should definitely go. You should go. That would be fun. Um, it's very uh, – t- to see the lives of people change oh, in, in an second. instant and, you know, their families are there mm-hmm. and the commissioner's there. Mm-hmm. And what, what I find, I used to go every year. I used to bring my father and, mm-hmm. you know, whoever was in town um, because I'm a real fan of, of the game. Um, you will follow those players mm-hmm. through their career. So I remember that night, Ndamukong Suh was drafted number two. Oh, yeah. So I watched him in Detroit and later in Miami, I do believe. Um, Go fish. Ron Gronkowski was drafted that oh, night. Oh, yeah. Look, he hasn't done very well <laughs> yeah. for himself. Right. So <laughs> you, you, you remember these moments. And uh, Colt McCoy was drafted by the uh, Cleveland Browns that night as a quarterback. So, you know, it's just something that stays with you. All right. I'm going to yep. put mm. it on my bucket list. Yes. I think that that's a, a place but to But, you know, the NFL's moving. Around, I think they were in Chicago mm-hmm. last year. They're trying, they're trying to draft more interest. In. I always, I have such mixed emotions because when they follow these and they have cameras in the people's homes and they're having a party and everybody's there, or the guys who show up and they're obviously in really nice new suits and mm-hmm. they're tricked out and they're ready to go, and then every time the camera goes to them when they don't get picked, right? It's just sort of a painful moment as everybody's standing by waiting. Yeah, so you must like that movie Draft Day then. I know. Yeah, how fun! I liked it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you're not a football me, fan. Well, let me ask you about yeah. this. Do you or don't you like sports films? Because you know, my hubs is a sports guy, mm-hmm. and he has a hard time watching a lot of them as a former player because he feels like they're not accurate, and he just wants to. It, it drives him a little bit He's crazy. He's probably right about that, but I'm okay. So he can't enjoy it. Well, here's what I do with movies: I wait for people to tell me that it's good, oh, and once right. I hear by word of mouth that it's worth a 
my two hours of time, mm-hmm. then I'll then I'll check. And it like forty five dollars that it costs to go to the movies <laughs> yeah, now. That too. But you probably have a private screening room in your bachelor pad. Uh, I do not. A full on movie theater. No. Um, what's the last movie that you no. saw? You watch a lot, and you watched a lot of them before the Oscars well, too. Well, um, I, I I used iTunes now a lot. I'm going to watch Hacksaw Ridge over the weekend. Ooh, uh, would yourself. like to see that. Brace yourself. Oh yeah. Why? I've just heard that it's. Uh, we're getting a head nod from Jason, our producer. Good. Um, good, we're, we're, but extremely violent. Extremely, like yeah. you're in the middle of the that battle scene, mm-hmm. and I've heard it's it's more intense than Saving Private Ryan, which I thought was pretty intense. Wow. Okay, so I'll, I'll check that out. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for your review. I will give you my reaction. Yeah. What else did I see? Did you see? Did we talked about La La Land? Did you ever see? Uh, I saw La La Land. I really liked I'd it. I watched that again. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought mm-hmm. the actors involved were very likable. Mm-hmm. Um, that Emma Stone. I like that. Uh, Moonlight was fine. Oh, I didn't see that, but man, uh, that won the big prize. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, it's fine. Um, Trying to see what else. Now, do you prefer to watch uh, at home or like I watch on iPad or something? Because going to the theater to me is such a production. Yeah, um, I've got, I, st- I still own a DVD player. So, Sweet, so do I. I so might even have what, a VHS and in our, player. In our business, too, and we know a lot of people who mm-hmm. connect with the Hollywood Connections right. and the film studios, and they can give they us the copies. DVD in advance. Yeah. So it makes it convenient to watch it at home. Hmm. All right, I like it. Now, I've got a little bit of a cross-examination Here for we you. go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. These are very difficult questions. Are these 22 questions? These are not 22 (laughs) questions. These are the questions. And, you know, uh, listen, Brian Kilmeade had some doozies of answers. So just to be warned, uh, there are no right or wrong answers. That's Uh, the thing about this kind of cross-examination. You can't get anything wrong. It's just kind of about you. And people are dying to know more about you. Here we go. These are would you rather. So you have to decide between two things. It's either or, right? Okay, it's either or. Now, this won't for you maybe be an either or, but would you rather be famous for being extremely intelligent, like Stephen Hawking's, or for being extremely good-looking? Former. But what if, what if you have both? What if you're Bill well, Murray? Yeah. <laughs> you have it all packaged First up all, in one. Not true, but I appreciate that. Uh, no, I would rather have the, the former rather You'd than rather the You'd rather people latter. know that you're intelligent. I think it'll lead you to places where um, other people cannot go. All right. Well, I won't. <laughs> I'm not going to tweet out the male model pictures right, then. Right, I'm going to shut right. that down. Okay. First of all, what is your favorite food? And then we'll get to the question. Well, favorite food, I'd have to probably say, I mean, at the moment, sushi, really like mm, it. I think do. it's healthy, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's good for you. And I kind of came to it later in life. So, Okay. Would you rather never be able to eat sushi for the rest of your life or sushi's the only thing that you can eat every meal for the rest of your life? Um, sushi's the only thing I can <gasps> eat for the rest of my life. Really? Well, there's so many varieties to it. I mean, the more right, you get well, into tri- it, the more you discover. It's so. tricky. See, you're thinking 10 steps ahead. Sorry. You're good like that. I'm chocolate yeah. chip cookies, and I'd probably eat them for every meal. Uh-huh. I would. I found some good gluten-free ones. Vitamin D milk. No, because I think you just have to stick to the food. We didn't talk about favorite beverages. Okay. What is your favorite beverage? I like Stella on tap. <laughs> so you're going to have Stella and sushi for every uh, meal I, for the Stella, rest of This is breakfast, too. This is, so you got to go on the air. Stella and sushi don't go well together. <laughs> okay, so we'll revisit those uh, separately. Okay, would you rather have all of your emails for the next two months made public? Now, you don't have advance warning. Okay. We're going to see two wor- two months uh, worth of your emails or have your text messages read out loud by everyone. Um, I'll give you my emails. Yeah, I feel like text yeah. message, you can get <laughs> okay. more tricky. Although, this week when I found out the CIA can hack our apps that we use for our yeah. secret messages, I'm like, well, forget well, that. Well, I'm one of those who put the... Um the sticker over my camera right years ago right right but if it uh happened but if they can read 
in your texts and all that stuff. You're, I, better, I, you're okay with it. I assume the they emails. can, right? I do too. I just yeah. kind of assume that always. Okay. If you're in a circus. I also turn Siri off. I don't no, I do, too. I turn all the location services right. off. But I know they can just go in my purse and turn my phone back True on. Story. So whatever. Okay. In the circus, not the current news circus that we're in. But if you're in a circus, uh, you have to choose between these two things. You want to be the person who puts your head in the lion's mouth or the clown who is shot out of the cannon. Can I do both? No, you have to pick one <laughs> I, or the other. I think both would be cool. I trust the lion to take care of me. You do? Uh, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. And, uh, I mean, snakes are a different matter, but the lion I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. Uh, or be shot out of a cannon. Uh, I'll take the latter. Okay, you're going to fly yeah. out of the cannon. Okay, yes. for all of you. Well, listen, the circus is winding down now, unfortunately. Know, we know that is. Ringling, Barnum, Bill, I can't yeah, ever get the name right. Okay. Now, this was one of our favorite questions that Julia and I talked uh, about. Julia, your right uh, hand. Huh. Um, uh, before, okay, would you rather, got to pick, for the next two weeks, everywhere you go, wear your bathing suit or a tuxedo? Tuxedo. She knew you would say that. Of course. I've got a good one. (laughs) Who's going to do the news in the tuxedo every day for two weeks? Not the Speedo. Tuxedo. By the way, how do you feel about Speedos? Um, I am not a participant, but they're great if you're doing laps. If you are an Olympic athlete, short of that, I think you really don't have an argument for wearing I agree with you, especially as a Florida girl. You know this. But if if you're... Swimming for exercise, that's the way to go. Okay. Would you rather have everyone know the details of your finances or your love life? Uh, Love life. Really? Uh, Maybe finances. (laughs) Uh, Love life. (laughs) Is there anything you want to tell us? Uh, Finances. Is there anything you want to tell us? I don't know. Sometimes those two things go together. Right. I don't have much to hide, but uh, yes, they do. They certainly do in a relationship. you know. Yes. Uh, okay, so just let us know which one you pick, and then we'll I, go I, ahead and roll I chose all the details finances. out. Okay, well, well oh, sorry, I'll, my I'll, love life. Right, exactly. I'll look for your tax return. That's a good question. Uh, you can release that. Nice. Okay, now, would you rather, if you had to have a sole source of food that you had to raise, would it rather be chickens? So you have the chickens and the eggs, or would you rather wa- raise cows and have to slaughter them for their beef? Chicken. You're more of a, be- a chicken person. Chicken, right? yeah. I think it's healthier, probably. And you get the um, eggs then, too. And I get the breakfast, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good... All right. You've already mentioned snakes, so I know what your answer to this uh-huh. question is going to be. Would you rather get stung by a bee in your face or hold a snake? Stung by a bee. Really? In For your sure. face? Oh, to hold a snake? Just hold a just snake? Just to hold it. I I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I'm cool I with that. I can't speak for the snake. I take the latter. You're right. <laughs> We're Thank, having a lot of head shaking. Thank you for... Like, you talked well, me out saying, of that. I'm just saying, I mean, getting stung in the face sounds really terrible. Um, it's happened before. No. Oh, yeah. Very, did Series you? of hornets. I was a young man. Put my... No, what yeah. happened? We were down in South Carolina. Put my hand in a hornet's nest. <gasps> Boom. And they went all over my body. And oh, uh, it was probably was 12, that? I think. No. Straight to the emergency room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom and dad were over there playing tennis. And they're looking at their son over here behind the fence going, why is he jumping up and down? Oh, like? no. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. So we're going, with petting, we're going with petting the snake. We are going with well, definitely the snake. Well, and I feel like the there snake. are different snakes because the ones with the real sharp fangs, mm-hmm. whether they have venom or not, I don't like the thought of them piercing my flesh. It's just gross and that I don't like that. Bad. But then you see the big boa constrictor ones and I always think to myself, I wouldn't mind petting them because they seem kind of slow moving. You I mean, you can't let them get away from you or you're going to be wrapped around and right. squeeze your guts out. But I feel like in my mind, I'd be able to outsmart the boa constrictor. Uh-huh. 
easily more easily than trying to avoid getting bit by one of the ones yeah, with I see. the fangs because yeah. they're very quick moving. Well, is the if, is the handler there during this? No, there's this no mention alleged of the handler experience. In this. <laughs> so those are your options. Okay, now, are you a germaphobe? Are you a germ person? Not so much. Okay, no, but I wash my hands a lot. Okay, does that qualify? Or? Well, here's one for you. Would you rather walk barefoot in a public restroom or through poison ivy? Uh, public restroom. Yeah, I yeah. Because the poison ivy, you know you're going to get it. It's going to get sores on your it. legs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But think about what's in the bathroom. Well, um, Or don't think you, about it. That's I the only you, way you can do it. You're giving me an option here, so I got it. All right. Those are your options. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes. Um, would you rather lose all your keys to everything you own or your phone? I'd rather lose my phone. You would? Yeah. You would? Of course. So then we could look well, at I've all got, the details of your I've love got life iCloud, and your and I've got iCloud. And I'm I, scared of the cloud. I don't know how it works. I find it very confusing. And easy, no one can explain it to me. Easy backup. Okay, but no one can explain to me what well, happens to kinda, the cloud. It's kind of up there. See, how does your stuff get in there? Uh, you allow yourself to back it up by clicking a button. And Whenever it says backup, I say no, because I don't know if it's going to Russia. I, I don't I, know where it's going. I get it. But the next time you lose your phone and you say, Hemmer, where are all my pictures? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say they well they should be in the cloud. And I'll say they're not there because yeah. I always push the no button. I'm My scared. Gosh. I don't know where who's seeing it or I, where it's going. I will try to break you okay. of your cloud phobia. All right, we're gonna go work on that now. And that means that's the end of this week's Living Green. Bill Hemmer, thank you. How'd we do? We'll find out. <laughs> Tweet us and let us know. Bye. This has been Living the Bream on Fox News Radio.